0: Two humorous nurses would like to acknowledge the true custodians of the land in which we record
1: our podcast, the Yorta Yorta people. We pay our respects to Elders past and present and extend our respects to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders listening today. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. This episode is brought to you by eNurse, Australia's leading nurse shop. Head over to enurse.com.au. eNurse loves our nurses. Two Humorous Nurses with Kelly and Alicia. A podcast that might just kill you. Welcome to Two Humorous Nurses where we plan to bring you funny, informal, conversational chat about all things nursing.
0: The title today is a dead giveaway. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I came up with this one after watching State of Origin and I did a story about yes. like, these people are going to fucking kill each other. Um, and then I thought like, I wondered when people had died playing sport and then I thought that's probably a bit grim. Mm, and it happens a lot. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, it just um, Phil Hughes comes to mind. Anyway, Devo, sad, mm. sad, too grim for this podcast. Too grim. So, and then I wondered about like extreme sports, like when have people gone? I'm gonna like evil can evil. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna jump over twelve buses. So Cam and I be uh, obsessed with watching like um, mountain climbing documentaries. So oh. like Everest and things like okay, that. Yeah, we've watched a few of them. Yeah, yeah and we watched the doco of um, some sons who went back to to get their father who died. On a mountain in Nepal, Crikey. but because they couldn't take him down after, so 17 years later, his body was found completely preserved. Oh. and they went up there and like brought him down and <gasps> did a full, um, like Nepalese. I don't. Know, what are the people yeah. in there yeah. in Nepal? Um, like one of their big ceremonies at the wow. base of the mountain, and he was like completely preserved. Holy cow! But like people walk over dead people on Everest. So for 17 years, <sighs> they'd been walking over a dead body. Because you can't remove them from the mountain; it's not safe. Right, and like they just die. Like you just know if you're going to climb like Everest or any of those big peaks that you could, that you probably die. could die. Crazy, and
0: they don't care. Yeah. See, wouldn't that just be a full-on red flag, like climbing a mountain <laughs> you know, over dead body. But Like
1: the the his son said, you know, like he chose to do this one final um, oh, it was climb, his final. and in the his, never again. Yeah, he will. He's climbing mate that went with him who's now married to his wife and is like Aww. the stepdad to his kids weird yeah that was <laughs> when that came up in the doco me and came were like oh he, he pushed him <laughs> <laughs> in the mountain when they're in the tent like before the final um ascent they he'd said oh, like this is going to be my last my boys need me at home Oh well, literally was his last.
0: Right? What was funny just got really sad. Sorry,
1: no, but I mean, like, it's I mean that's extreme. But people die doing like cricket, very unextreme. Exactly, running a marathon, like.
0: But then I was thinking, even less extreme. Like, what are the what are the really fucking dumb ways people have died? Ways, and
1: here we are. Here we are. (laughs) I mean, the Darwin Awards. We've all heard of them. Mm -hmm. Charles Darwin, he's an English naturalist. I don't know what that means. What does that it's mean? The study
0: of nature. Oh. I don't know. Okay. I don't, I don't <laughs> like
1: nature. <laughs> Shall um, we look it up? Anyway, his scientific theory of evolution by natural selection became the foundation of, like, modern evolutionary studies. So everyone created this Darwin Award, which commemorates individuals who protect our gene pool by making the ultimate sacrifice of their own lives – they eliminate themselves in an extraordinarily idiotic manner, thereby improving our species' chance of long-term survival. Yeah, of
0: course. I mean, people have been dying in stupid ways since the beginning of time.
1: I mean, that's why in, in the Northern Territory there's signs near waterholes that say don't swim crocodiles. <laughs> but they'll swim anyway. A naturalist is an expert in or student of natural history. Oh. Boring. Boring, yeah. Um. So I... Googled and I found uh, a couple of twenty twenty two Darwin Ooh, Award here we go. nominees. These are the two that made me laugh out loud. So okay, <laughs> I can't wait. Um, this one's in Italy in April. There was this man. He's forty six years old. Well known character in the city of um, Catolica. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Oh, Italian city. Yeah. Um, he snuck in the back of a clothes market on an Easter Monday, and that break in was his last. This Italian supermarket had a huge display of bottled water and he stopped the break-in to have a quick drink and by pulling the bottle of water out of the towering, you know, pile mm-hmm. of them, the whole thing collapsed on him like a tartar weight and basically crushed him. What? Yep. So employees returned because it was like a public holiday, returned to the shop the next day and were confronted by like this collapsed mess of, of crates and water bottles, a few hours into the workday when they finally be- began cleaning it up because, you know, yeah, you got to take a bit of time, to do. Sure. Um, lifted up the first crate and her arm dropped <gasps> out. What? Yeah, so it was clear that something had happened. Oh, my God. Um, so they looked at CCTV footage and they were able to reconstruct the last moments of the 46-year-old's life as he tugged the bottle free and was crushed by the weight of the crates. Oh,
0: my God.
1: People were said to have been sad he died but then again – it was his fault breaking in and then like having a having Just a, stopping for a drink, like, sneaky drink. How funny! Yeah, like imagine that. Just <laughs> anyway,
0: imagine like being told, like I mean, okay, crushed to death, not a great way to go, but like imagine his the cops telling his family, like, I know. oh, he died at the supermarket. What do you mean? S- oh, well, he broke in and then water bottles fell on top of him, <laughs> like like he was that thirsty, like maybe. Maybe um, armed robbery
1: or robbery is thirsty work. In the like comments on Facebook, we're like, "Don't go chasing waterfalls, thirst trap." <laughs> you know, on Instagram, you post thirst traps, which is like sexy photos, <laughs> like for <laughs> like, thirst trap. Um, so much for water being a healthy choice. <laughs> Unexpected item in bagging area. <laughs> Do that you, must have been a slippery situation. Thank oh God. <laughs> anyway, I just thought it was very funny. Very funny. Um, and so the other one was in Spain, in Mallorca, mm-hmm. in May. Dutch football pro, I can't pronounce his name, but um, Lambret. He is, was hungry for a vacation prank and he leapt off a cliff. This is gross leapt off a cliff into the ocean. It says thinking his athletic strength will carry him out into the beautiful blue ocean waters below thirty meters below right. So he instructed his kinfolk to film him, and if you go onto the Darwin Awards website, you can see a picture, (laughs) and it is interesting. Um, And he let out like a triumphant, uh, like yodel as he tombstoned himself off the cliff into the abyss. Keep in mind, thirty meters is high even for experienced cliff divers, but. In order, from where he leapt to actually hit water, was ten meters out, oh like horizontally. No. So he had to propel himself ten meters off the cliff oh in order to hit water because it oh. was like. So of course, like he 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 didn't. He just <laughs> he just hit became the like below. the sharp rocks below, and basically oh. like like the picture is him sort of like cartwheeling down he's obviously by that point had been knocked out oh, and was just like flinged, flung down into oh. the water below. I said adding insult to injury, the impact velocity was equal to being hit by a car on the motorway. The Dutch athlete died oh. in the brine at the age of 31. A goner. I'm sorry to say, missed by family and friends alike. Oh, my God. Why would you do it? Someone's like straight suicide. Um, well,
0: but, I mean, it's a very – uh, he miscalculated, clearly. He And if there were people mis- up there, wouldn't they be like, you're a fucking idiot, you'll never make it? Like, I don't And, I how, don't get and then it. how was he expecting to get out of the water? Well, like, there if was you people the bottom- in
1: a boat. Oh. Of the, yeah. Oh,
0: so they're like, yeah, jump, we'll catch you. We'll yeah. grab you out of the water. So fucking just
1: hell. interestingly in this article too, it said that research shows a connection between epigenic changes and risk-adverse decisions is so the children of risk-takers may experience inheritable Epigenic changes to the genes that makes them risk adverse and less likely to follow um, a parent's fatal foolishness. So if you were someone who took a lot of risks, and your children are unlikely to do that.
0: Well, that's interesting.
1: Which is good, I guess, because then you you the next generation might survive. <laughs> <laughs> Holy
0: crap! That's oh, very strange. Yeah, crazy. Well, I. I thought, well, if you're going to do the Darwin Awards, I want to look and see, like, throughout history, like yeah. some of the dumbest ways people have died. And so, <laughs> i tell you, some of these were so fucking funny. Like, one of them was some guy, like a an eagle, dropped a turtle on his head and he died.
1: So I read that you could um, – you're more likely to die from a shark attack than being hit in the head by a coconut, a falling coconut, right? Okay. When I lived in – Broom. I used to work on a cattle station south of Broome mm. and we had like palm trees, like coconut palm trees yeah, everywhere. Yeah. And we were playing cricket one day, and I got hit in the head by a falling <laughs> coconut, <laughs> <laughs> knocked me out.
0: Well, now you don't have to worry so, when you go swimming.
1: Yeah, but I still won't swim in the ocean. <laughs>
0: Maybe you've just got shit luck. <laughs> yeah, imagine. Um, so twentieth. Uh, so I, I've gone like really. far I know, back. but like, some yeah, of these dates, some are of these like are crazy, <laughs> and then other ones are like in the twentieth century. So. Um, 20th of February, 1258, some guy, I can't pronounce his <laughs> name, sorry. Um, the last Abbasid Khalip of Baghdad. I love this. This was a way that they executed people back in, um, oh, this was in Mongolia. So he was captured by um, Mongols and he was rolled up in a rug and then trampled <gasps> by horses. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I don't know. As if it, as that would not be the first way that I would think of, To execute someone. Roll them in a rug so they can't get out. (laughs) Reminds me of like Grandpa Simpson when they roll him up in the rug in church in the movie. (laughs) Anyway. John Cummings, March 1809. After seeing a circus knife swallower, he began actually swallowing knives. (gasps) On one occasion he swallowed four knives and then he passed three with no ill health. He later swallowed... I wonder what happened to the fourth one. I was just thinking that. Anyway. Um... (laughs) Strange. Not he later swallowed 14 knives and after some days with pain, he passed all of them. Maybe that's why oh. the fourth one came out with that as well. 14 knives? Then one day he finally swallowed 20 knives <gasps> and a clasp knife case, but after a few days he'd only passed the case. Oh, no. He died after four years in pain. <laughs> what? On autopsy, a knife blade and spring were found in his intestines and between 30 and 40 fragments of metal, wood and horn. In his stomach, so I imagine that was like the handle. Maybe it was. So made
1: maybe up like the, his stomach started to acid digest. It. Had like actually broken down some of the metal of those knives. Well, if you think about,
0: I mean, I don't know what in eighteen hundreds what they were making knives out of, but mm. I mean, if some of them were made from like minerals, maybe.
1: Well, I suppose they were. They would have been made from. I don't. I don't know. like nickel or maybe, and though yeah, some yeah. of those things. I guess easily are breakdownable downable with acid. Interesting. Still though, that's a lot. of Crazy.
0: Four years. Imagine being like, "Fuck!" Shouldn't Imagine have four, those years knives four years back
1: then too. Ago? Like, they wouldn't have known what to do. <laughs> I know. Crazy. I wonder if he
0: even told anyone. Then we got Thornton Jones in nineteen twenty-four. Thornton, I quite like that name. Thornton, Thornton. Be, Thornton. be all right if you pronounce it not in the country. Everyone call him Thorny. Thornton. Thornton. Thorno. Thornton. Anyway, hey Thornton. So here's a lawyer in uh, Wales, and he woke up to find that he'd had his throat slit. Ooh. Then he motioned for a piece of paper
1: oh, wow. and a pencil
0: and he wrote, I dreamt I'd done it. I awoke to find it true. And he died 80 minutes later. He'd he
1: slid his own throat in his sleep? He was,
0: yeah, yeah. And then they oh. did an inquest and they did the verdict was suicide while temporarily insane. But, I mean, he was a lawyer. Like he was, you know. But he was asleep. And he was asleep and he slid his own throat. Oh, my God. Isn't that so fucked up?
1: Oh, um, that's... Not Creepy. a dumb way to die because I feel like he. Um, I mean, it's pretty dumb. In your sleep, <laughs> you accidentally slit your throat. Yeah, but I feel like he, it
0: wasn't really in his control. Like some, like this guy jumping off the cliff, like yeah, well and truly in his control. Still pretty dumb. All right, speaking of deaths that are out of your control, this is okay. I got, I got, I got all kinds of fucked up when I was researching for this episode. <laughs> So then we have Mary Risa. On the 2nd of July, 1951, she was found by the police in her St. Petersburg, Florida home, almost totally cremated where she sat, while her apartment was relatively damage-free. So some speculate that she spontaneously combusted. (laughs) So then I was like, what the fuck? Is this actually real? I just thought spontaneous combustion, combustion was just like, a theory that yeah. people threw out there, which it's still – it is kind of a theory and I thought I actually need to look into this a little bit
1: further. Yeah, definitely.
0: So now I'm obsessed with spontaneous uh, human yeah, combustion. Yeah, why not?
1: That's... So, But there
0: are other people that, that have spontaneously combusted. <laughs> One of them was um a guy who'd uh, – or he'd spontaneously combusted after he'd like chased down – a UFO. This was in the fifties. oh ah. Anyway, that that one's kind of an outlier. People don't really know what was he in Area Fifty One? <laughs> no. Then they yeah. thought it was a skyhook that had. Anyway, that's a a, another story. Hook? Yeah, apparently. Anyway, Margaret Hogan is another woman. So this is I went down the spontaneous yeah, c- combustion go. rabbit hole. Let's go. So Margaret Hogan was an eighty-nine-year-old widow who lived alone, um, in Dublin in Ireland, and she was found burned almost to the point of complete destruction in 1970. Plastic flowers on a table in the centre of the room had been reduced to liquid, and the TV um, had a melted screen that was 12 Mm. feet from the armchair in which her ashen remains were found. Otherwise, the surroundings were almost untouched. And this is the other thing that blew my mind, and I can't even explain this. In a couple of these cases, from the knees down, like – they, were, they combusted from the knees up. So mm. their legs were still, like, from the knees, their lower legs there. were still intact. So this woman, um, two feet and both legs from below the knees, were undamaged. A small coal fire had been burning in the grate when a neighbour left the house the previous day. However, no connection between this fire and that which Miss Hogan died could be found. An inquest held on the 3rd of April recorded death by burning with the cause of the fire listed as unknown. Then there was another guy, Henry Thomas, 73-year-old, who was burned to death in the living room of his council house uh, in New- in South Wales in 1980. His entire body was incinerated, leaving only his skull and a portion of each leg below the oh. knee. His oh feet and legs were still clothed in socks and trousers. Shit. Half of the chair in which he'd been sitting was also destroyed and police... Forensic officers decided that the incineration of Thomas was due to the wick effect. So, the wick effect is like if something burns your skin and then your omentum, like your um, subcut and omentous fat, kind of spill out, and that causes uh, like an oily wick, yes, um, okay. which then causes the, the melting, the melting, melting. and yeah, burning, the burning, right?
1: Okay, gotcha. Because I suppose fats soluble it doesn't matter if it's human fat or not. Yeah. I mean, I love the smell of burning human flesh. Oh, Kelly, you're so fucked up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Then in December 2010, the death of Michael Faraday, 76-year-old man in Galway Island, was recorded as spontaneous combustion by the coroner.
1: A lot of these places are very cold environments. Mm,
0: Interesting, isn't it? Mm. Probably all have fires burning. But I think they they exclude Mm. the connection between the fire and the person.
1: But it's just weird that it's a cold climate Mm. type place. Anyway. Well, no, one of
0: them was Florida. Mary race was Florida, and that's hot. Mm. Mm. But these ones, yeah. Mm. So um, the doctor, Kieran McLaughlin, made his statement at the inquiry into the death. The fire was roughly invest- was thoroughly investigated, and I'm left with the conclusion that this fits into the category of spontaneous <gasps> human combustion, for which there is no adequate explanation. I
1: mean. Okay. Yeah. So there are a few (laughs) theories
0: about how this actually happens and some of them are disappointing and some of them are really exciting. So Mm. um, natural explanations. So there's a few natural ones and a few supernatural ones. So the natural ones is like you look at, well, almost all of the postulated cases of um, spontaneous human combustion involve people with low mobility due to advanced age. So, I mean, if there was something – a fire or if they caught fire, they might not be able to escape or stop, drop and roll and that kind of thing. Um, <laughs> stop, drop, roll. Stop, drop and roll. And then usually they have poor health as well. Yep. The victims show a high likelihood of having died in their sleep yep. or having been able to move once they caught fire. Fair enough. Cigarettes are often seen as the, the source of fire as the improper disposal of smoking materials causes one in every four fire deaths <laughs> in the United <laughs> States. Crazy. Natural causes such as heart attacks may lead to the victim dying, subsequently dropping the
1: cigarette. Yep. Smoking which after bad a period in so many ways. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Smoking can kill you in so yeah. many different ways. Um, and then after a period of smouldering can ignite the victim's clothes. So.
1: But it doesn't explain why it doesn't move anywhere. I know. Like why are you sitting in a house that's like – recently um, we had a, um, a fire in our town that burnt – like it started in an electrical point and like it went everywhere. Yeah. So why wouldn't you as a human be sit that's sitting in a chair that can't move anywhere?
0: And that if the basically, chair catches
1: fire, why isn't the carpet catching fire? Why isn't, the, fire? And why isn't the, the house catching fire? And the if roof? it's hot enough to melt that TV that was like so far away, exactly. like all the plastic flowers on the table, why isn't everything else combusting? Exactly. So there's more, right? <sighs> so we
0: talked about the wick effect. So that a small external flame source such as a burning cigarette chars the clothing, splits the skin, releases subcut <laughs> fat which is uh, in turn absorbed into the burned clothing, acting as a wick. Become like your own candle. Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So this combustion can continue for as long as the fuel is available. Mm. This hypothesis has been successfully tested with pig tissue and is consistent with evidence recovered from cases of human combustion. So I think this is possibly the way it happens is that there's a small flame and then – it's a smouldering versus a Versus fire, a full-on flame fire, which right? Which maybe
1: explains why the lower limbs are left intact.
0: Not as much subcut fat. Is that what you're thinking?
1: Yeah, or it but burns out the at the, hands, the knee.
0: Why aren't the hands just flopping off well, the side of the couch? Nella.
1: I don't know. I, I don't mean, know, do we want to? Yeah, anyway.
0: Anyway, so then... Um, So then the human body typically has enough stored energy in fat and other chemical stores to fully combust the body. Even lean people have several pounds, well, or kilos, A couple of kilos of fat in their tissues. Yeah. And this fat, once heated by the burning clothing, wicks into the clothing as much as candle wax is drawn into a lit candle wick, providing the fuel needed to Mm, keep the wick burning. Okay. Yeah. So uh, the protein also burns but provides less energy than fat. And then the water is the main impediment to the combustion. However, slow combustion lasting hours gives the water time to evaporate slowly. In an enclosed area such as a house, the moisture will recondense nearby, possibly on windows Feet don't typically burn because they often have the least fat. Hands also have little fat but may burn. There you go, if resting, resting on, on the abdomen.
1: abdomen.
0: Uh which provides all the necessary fat for combustion. So, so maybe
1: the house doesn't burn because it's like um it's quite your little your body combusting. I'm just thinking of myself burning in a chair and my slowly my <laughs> abdominal <laughs> fat your burning away. Chair. In my massage chair. <laughs> it just causes Enough humidity in the air from my moisture absorbing that it protects the rest of the house, mm-hmm. and I just slowly combust like a candle, Is melting that the most away. Fucked
0: up way to die. Imagine. Imagine. The smell. No, I
1: don't even care
0: about this. Imagine being that person that your clothes caught fire, and then suddenly your abdomen
1: fat sp- starts dead spilling quick. out, and You'd die quick, mate. You, you, the pain. If you were alert yeah, enough to have true. the pain, the pain would knock you You'd
0: out be, oh my god horrific
1: <laughs> horrific but also good way to get in the history books look at us <laughs> talking 30 40 50 years later oh about Oh my him.
0: god so they've looked at scalding as well so scalding can cause burn-like injuries um sometimes leading to death without setting fire to clothing but it's not applicable in the cases where the body's charred and burnt okay yeah so there's um, and then there's ketosis. So this one was really interesting. Yeah. There's a guy, Brian J. Ford. Um, he suggested that ketosis, possibly caused by alcoholism or a low-carb diet, produces acetone, which is highly mm-hmm. flammable and therefore could lead to apparently spontaneous
1: combustion. So those people on the, on the keto diet, watch out. <laughs> watch out. You might explode. <laughs> um,
0: and SHC... So, Spontaneous human combustion can be confused with self-immolation as a form of suicide. So it accounts for 1% of suicide. So self-immolation is basically just setting yourself on fire. Um, oh, okay, yeah. I don't so know. Like, who would ever choose that as a way to kill yourself. Wow, well, Fucked up. I mean, you're obviously not thinking Australian people, anyway. yeah. 1% of suicides in the West though, that seems still significant to me mm. anyway. Uh, but in developing countries, the figure can be as high as 40%. Anyway, that's a whole different story. And then sometimes there are reasonable explanations for these deaths. I guess they they contradict the anecdotal mm. events or their personal testimonies too.
1: Yeah, so people, yeah, absolutely would like love the idea of um, human combustion versus like Ooh, they just were drunk and passed out, and their cigarette lit them on fire. Maybe all they needed was like the dual mode infrared thermometer from Ineos to make sure they weren't getting too hot. That
0: thermometer is the best. I actually love, like, that you can use it in the ear. And You've the had forehead. to
1: use it a lot lately. I've used that
0: a lot lately, <laughs> teething one-year-old. Um, But it's actually really good because I can just zap her when she sleeps, like, on her forehead without actually waking yep. her up. And bloody Mick had a temper yesterday, so I stuck it in his ear. and are like, it here. actually do let know me it nurse does? you. It goes red when you get over <gasps> 37.5 and it goes, does it? Like, it's, like, yeah, it's really love cool. Love that. That's cool. Yeah. um, It's TGA-approved and has memory function with 20 readings and can be used for, you
1: know, Forehead and the ear. Dual function. That's it. is Australia's leading nurse shop specialising in everything that a nurse would need to survive every shift from high quality and stylish nursing scrub sets to handheld study guides and nursing equipment. They truly are a one-stop shop for everything you need. I was also
0: going to be looking at healthcare workers who've died while at work. Oh, yeah. Super fucking depressing. Yeah. Way more depressing <laughs> than funny. Most of the the occupational deaths were a result of infectious disease or homicide.
1: Yeah, that literally does not surprise me. And doesn't make me excited to In do an episode. My <laughs> nursing career, I, I mean, I don't know any nurse that's actually died um, at work or mm. from a work-related thing. But when I was doing my um, EN training, like, uh, back in 2000, one of the girls that I was doing that with, she um, worked as a like an assistant in nursing for Silver Chain, which is like district nursing. So she would go okay. to people's homes and stuff. Anyway, they used to wear like um, a scrub top type uniform mm-hmm. and she was coming out of the house with her bag and got stabbed by someone because they drove cars that were marked like Silver Chain Nursing And um, yeah, she came out, and this bloke jumped her and stabbed her because he wanted drugs from her. Whoa! And she's like, "I don't." Did she even carry any? No, she was a a nursing assistant. She was just there to do um, personal care for somebody. And she's like, "All I have is bandages." Literally stabbed her in the calf. (sighs) Thankfully, was disturbed by neighbours turning on their light because she screamed. And I was like, "Oh my!" Like we weren't even nurses then. We were like, "Not." It hadn't even, you know. She was like. Um, I think she was only 18 or 19, um, and I also knew a nurse that was um, beaten up outside of the ED department. She'd left for a shift, oh, left after really her shift, can. and was beaten up by a um, drug-induced patient who had, um, like, AMA'd from the oh, ED department, and had seen a police car as he was leaving and assumed that the nurses had called a police on him oh. and so beat her up. Um, like she ended up with like a traumatic brain injury from it. Oh,
0: my god! Yeah, it's horrific. I,
1: I just – yeah, I just was thinking – That's terrifying. Yeah.
0: I'm really glad we didn't do an episode on that.
1: I just don't think we could um, – I don't think you can – like there's nothing funny about no, it. like I not. mean maybe if you maybe the old days something happened like if you accidentally fell down the laundry shaft or something. Oh my but god! Like <laughs> we don't have laundry shafts anymore.
0: Or like no, but none of I don't think any of the deaths. I mean no, I mean death's not funny anyway. No, but the way you it die is funny. It's like the context, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, so I decided it would be a lot more fun to talk about people's, like, dumb last words or great last words. Some of them are dumb but some of them are
1: great. I love this idea. I know. Like famous, Fucking funny. Like, yeah. Fucking what would, funny. What would you say? I always would like to say, I always imagine, like, if I was, like, dying and, and all my family were around and I knew I was about to take my last breath, say, like, oh, I really need to tell you. Yes! And then, like, That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. Or I've, I've had this secret all my life. <laughs> and then just, like, die. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or be, like... Two of you are actually not related. And then
1: yeah. Dad. <laughs> <laughs> he's not your father. Yeah. So like, <laughs> but or, don't point to anyone. <laughs> or if I had like a secret recipe, just like <laughs> get halfway through telling them the recipe or something. You know, oh like my God. Just my something Auntie to has a everyone caramel like slice hanging. recipe
0: that she will never tell anyone and oh, can I'm, she make her. Some
1: I love caramel It's slice. the best. She made it for my
0: baby shower. Where did I not see it? I don't know. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so okay. First one, are you ready? Yeah. This was Thomas J. Grasso, convicted murderer, and this was after he ate his last meal on death row. Oh. I didn't get my spaghettios. I got spaghetti. I want the press to know <laughs> this.
1: <laughs> Why? What would be your death row meal? That's my question. I ask everyone on their Q and As.
0: My death row meal.
1: Mine changes every time.
0: Yeah, I really. I feel like I would want. Like if you could fill a KFC bucket with their hot fucking chips full of salt mm. and You're a hot chip freak. I fucking yeah. love hot chips. And then like the most expensive luxurious cookies and cream ice cream. I think you know, like oh. I would get the Norgan Vars, like
1: um Hagen Daz. Ha- yeah, either way. No, Norgan Vars, oh, yeah, I yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. um you know how they come in those big black tubs like the, oh, yeah. the yeah. For like ice cream shops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would I would want one of those. And then no, those are my two cream. favorite foods. Hot we should go get an ice cream, cream
1: after. <laughs> yeah, that would be
0: fun. Right. This was Eugene O'Neill, who's a playwright, and he died uh, in a hotel.
1: Mm.
0: I knew it. I knew it. Born in a hotel room, and goddamn it, dying in a hotel room.
1: <laughs> now, do we know that these are true, uh, or it's just fun? Doesn't I think? Matter?
0: No, they're like because a lot of these people were famous, or like okay. it was documented in the yeah. news. So I imagine most of it. Um, this one, <laughs> I love this one. This was Jack Sue, an actor while being wheeled into the operating room for cancer of the esophagus. Mm. It must have been the coffee. Must have been. And then he died. Yeah. Poor bugger. Yeah. Joan Crawford. I love this. Joan Crawford's last words when her housekeeper was praying, damn it, don't you dare ask God to help me. Love that. Um. And this one I loved because Bob Hope is a comedian and his wife asked him, where do you want to be buried? And he goes, surprise me. And those, oh. were, those were his last words. I love that. Love that. Uh, he's a super old yeah. comedian. Right. Voltaire the philosopher, after asking a priest if he wished <laughs> to denounce Satan, he said, now's not the time for making new enemies. No, no. <laughs> love no. that. Uh, this one was... Pardon me, sir. I did not do it on purpose. That was Marie Antoinette, Queen of France, after (laughs) stepping on her executioner's foot on the way to the (laughs) guillotine.
1: Imagine I'd be like, "Oh, I'm sorry, Uh, chop my head off." Sorry, (laughs) sorry, didn't mean it. Sorry, I'm sure. Like, why did she get her head chopped off again? What was her? I mean, okay. I I was gonna watch the movie, but I didn't. You can watch the movie. course they chopped her head off (laughs) should have trod on his foot harder
0: (laughs) um this was an a socialite uh, lady nancy astor when she woke up and saw her family gathered around her bed she said am i dying or is this my birthday (laughs) and it's so true do you know like um mick's nan when she was dying she mick decided he wasn't going to go um to to visit her in the Mm. hospital and um She said, like, in the time before when she got discharged, she was like, oh, everybody only comes when they think I'm dying. And so then he decided he wasn't going to go. And I'm like, it's so true. Imagine, like, every time you get to hospital when you're in your 80s, like, everyone comes. You're like, you fuckers don't visit me, but when you think I'm dying, here you are.
1: You've got to be there.
0: Um, And this one's my favourite one. This was James French, a convicted murderer, and this was just before his execution. (laughs) I love these. Hey, fellas, how about this for a headline for tomorrow's paper? French fries. (laughs) And then <laughs> <laughs> that's so stupid.
1: <laughs> yeah, great. I suppose when you're getting like executed, you really do get an opportunity to say you could you could literally say whatever you want as you're dying because there's usually a bit of a crowd and there would be yeah. absolutely be press and stuff there. So, like saying dumb shit like that, like I didn't get my spaghettios, yeah. like <laughs> say I wanted. Hi to no your it. Mum for me, yeah, <laughs> like Rove McManus, yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> That'd be pretty funny.
1: That's i would um, be like, listen to the podcast. oh that's funny honestly you can't fix stupid no you can't fix stupid
0: uh don't be stupid go and give us a five-star rating (laughs) and leave a review on our podcast (laughs) on whatever platform you listen to us to and uh follow us on instagram at two humorous nurses podcast
1: um and if you want to shout us a dying coffee or two you could send us a virtual coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash humorous nurses um, be sure to leave your Instagram handle in there so we can send you a little thank you note mm. for our coffee. Um, and send us your, oh, I almost died in a dumb way story. Uh, like, <laughs> have yeah, I always I died that. in a dumb way? No, but my brother, who's just graduated from the police flute. academy, yeah. he has almost died multiple times. What? So he went to do this, like, um, training camp in Arkansas and, <laughs> um, like a high-grade firearms training camp right. and he, they were shooting and they used live ammo, right, and he had a ricochet come past his <gasps> neck and if it had been like two millimetre over, it would have killed him. Oh, my God. He also learned. I don't know why he learns to do these things. Like I don't know why he does these high-risk things when he's like absolutely – Accident prone. Yeah. He um, was learning to solo skydive. <laughs> And there is video footage of him jumping out of the plane and then ending up in a spiral. Oh my god! And like you can see, the person who's got their like GoPro on them, like freak, Fuck. like you can literally see him like <gasps> trying to grab Lachlan to stop him, like oh my god, coming out of this like massive spin that he was getting himself into, oh. like almost like torpedoing to <gasps> death. Anyway, fixed him righted himself, and then he was okay. Mm. And then on his next jump. He got way off course and, like, landed in trees or something. Like, he's, like, (gasps) almost died multiple times. And this boy just keeps doing stuff.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know he's going to be a cop. (laughs) uh, Yeah.
1: Anyway, send us your stories to hello at twohumorousnurses.com. That's humorous like the bone. H-U-M-E-R-U-S. Bye.
0: SafeStyle makes stylish and practical safety glasses that take you from the work site to the weekend. Upgrade your PPE today with their stylish and functional range of safety glasses.
1: Whether you're on shift, on call, first to the scene or in study mode, SafeStyle have you covered. Available in clear UV400, blue light blocking, transition, polarised and prescription lenses. We love
0: these safety glasses for their durability and comfort and are excited to share our discount code with you all.
1: Use our code HUMOROUS10 at checkout for 10% off your order.
0: That's HUMOROUS10 at checkout for 10% off.